Hello and welcome to Season 8 of In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. (laughs) You heard right. We're starting Season 8. We've been doing this for a long time and we're very proud and excited to celebrate our anniversary. Seven seasons in the files now. And here we go. This week's recipe is for the Somali Sambusa which is a savory pastry that we fell in love with at the Lawrenceville Farmer's Market in Pittsburgh a few years ago. Our market neighbors almost every week were from the Pittsburgh United Somali Bantu, and they would come in to the market with big trays full of sambusa and um, what's the other thing called that I can never remember? I am 99% sure that they were called mandazi. And everything, it was so good. Everything was delicious. So, and it was every week. That was what we had for lunch. Anna was thinking about them and thought she'd like to try making them. So we set to work on that. The first time we made them, we tried to make our own pastry part. And it didn't come out as good. Like, we weren't sure how to do it. Well, and- to be fair, I mixed up the dough. And I have never made anything like that before. And it was a mess. They tasted great, but the dough came out weird because I missed some step. Yeah, we think it was just a little thick, but they were still really good. So we tried them again with egg roll wrappers, which a lot of the recipes we found recommended using egg roll wrappers. So I said, eh, let's try them with those and see. So they were a little bit more like what we remember. Mm -hmm. Um, They were like a nice crispy little packet with a savory meat filling in them, and they were really good. We really enjoyed them. We kind of like wiped them out. So we're going to share the recipe with you today, and we're probably going to keep working on these and tweak it as we go along, but this was a really good recipe. It makes about 18. They're like a triangular little meat pastry, and they're fried. They're meant to be like an appetizer or a snack or something like that. They're like a thing to go with your regular meal, but they're also just, I mean, that's what we had for supper the other night. We each ate about four of them, you know, so, and they're very good. Here's the recipe. There's not really anything in here that's difficult to find. Um, There may be some spices that you don't have. I could not find cardamom in any grocery store around me. Couldn't find it. So the first time we made these, I substituted allspice for the cardamom. And it came out just fine. It had a little bit, just like a tiny bit more heat to them than the second time we made them uh, when we used cardamom. But if you can't find it in a grocery store near you and you find anything like every other ingredient except that, you can use allspice and it works just fine. So what you need is uh, one pound of lean ground beef, one large onion chopped really finely, and five cloves of garlic minced. And then for your spices, you need, um, and I just mixed these up in a small bowl, a teaspoon of salt, half teaspoon of cumin, fourth teaspoon of black pepper, fourth teaspoon of cardamom, ground cardamom, or allspice in a pinch, fourth teaspoon of ground ginger, fourth teaspoon of turmeric, fourth teaspoon of ground cloves, and a fourth teaspoon of cinnamon. So put those spices in a small bowl and mix them together and set them aside. Now what you want to do is brown your ground beef with your onion and your garlic in a small skillet 
and you want to brown your beef and cook it until the onion is nice and translucent and there's no pink left in the meat, you know, just make sure it's nicely well cooked. And then drain that as well as you can and place that into a medium-sized bowl. Then you want to take your spice mix in your other bowl and just dump that over the top and stir it around really, really good so it's well coated all over it. And you want to let that cool for a little bit. It doesn't take too long once you stir the spices into it. But you want to just let that cool for a couple minutes while you're getting your other things ready. So you'll need a small skillet. I used a 9-inch skillet to fry these in because I could fit four sambusa in the skillet at a time. And about an inch of oil for frying in there. I used canola oil, but you could use vegetable oil or corn oil, whatever. And you need one package of egg roll wrappers. Once you've added your spices to your cooked meat mixture and mixed that up really well, set that aside. You want to get yourself a a bowl of water with maybe like two cups of water in it. And that's for sealing the wrappers. Get your egg roll wrappers out. And here's a neat thing you need to know. They stick together really well. So sometimes you think you have one, but you have two or possibly three. So make sure (laughs) that your egg roll wrappers are separated. And what you want to do is cut them diagonally so you have two triangles. Wet the two shorter edges and pinch those together really tightly so you form a cone. And then you put one to two tablespoons of the meat mixture into the cone. You can usually fit about two tablespoons of the meat mixture in there. So they're pretty nice and full. But don't get them too full because you have to be able to seal that last side. So get, get your water and get that nice and wet and then pinch that shut really tight. Egg roll wrappers, I swear they're like a sponge. You put that water on there and that just disappears. So make sure you get enough water in there that they'll actually stick shut. And then what we did, we kept filling them, you know, pinching them shut, and we set them on plates. So we had them all done before we started frying them because that way you can kind of go back and look at them and see if you have any openings or anything. So you make sure they're nice and tightly shut and everything. Heat your oil over medium heat. In, like I said, like a 9 or 10 inch skillet, once your oil's nice and hot, you know, you can do the flour test where you sprinkle a little bit of flour into it and, and it'll start to fry. That's a good way to test your oil. And then fry the sambusa four at a time. It takes about one minute per side. So you fry them and then you turn them. And they should be not too dark of brown, like a nice golden brown is just perfect. Hold them over the skillet and make sure they drain really well because every once in a while you'll get a little hole in your seam and it'll really get some oil in there. But uh, drain them over the oil and then drain them on a plate with paper towels and just fry them four at a time and keep doing that. And then um, go ahead and eat them while they're warm. So what, you know, as usually happens when you're doing a recipe like this, you're frying and your family's eating them. That's about how it works out. (laughs) These don't have a sauce in particular that you dip them in or anything like that. They're good just as they are. And this is how they are typically served also. They're just, you know, fry them and eat them. And they're really, really good. So if you want to try a new recipe with different flavors in that you haven't experienced, uh, this is definitely a good one. What do you think, Anna? I think this is a great one. And it's also something that Every recipe has slightly different stuff in it. So if you like more heat, you can adjust the spices. It's flavorful, but it's not going to burn your face or anything whenever you're eating them. But you can adjust the spice levels. 
like you said, we're probably still going to be tweaking this recipe because I got a lot of egg roll wrappers when yeah. I was at the store. Oh, yeah. So we have a lot to use up. I like the flavor level, the spice level of this, and I'll tell you why. Because you can taste everything, which is what I, I found. I That's one of the things I like about foods that are spiced in this way. You can eat it and taste everything as you're eating it. That's how this recipe is. It's got this really flavorful, savory taste, you know. It's just so, it's so tasty. If I did anything, what I would do is double all the amounts of everything, exactly double them, and maybe intensify the flavor more. But oh, that, for sure. But that would be it, probably. Because I think they were, I mean, they're. I don't think they're intended to be like spicy hot. But they were very, they, the flavor is amazing. Flavor is absolutely amazing. And if you don't make this recipe yourself, but you happen to be in a restaurant someday and see them on the menu, order them because oh, yeah. they're, they're delicious. Like it is my favorite food from just having them at the farm market. It is my favorite food. Oh, yeah. There, a lot of people compare them with the, uh, there's a similar Indian savory pastry samosas a, a samosa and they're compared with a samosa but samosas are vegetarian yeah samosas don't have meat in them it wasn't a lot of trouble to make them although it sounds like there's a lot of steps once you get the meat browned you know what i mean it's and then to the the two of us made the packets so that went really fast that isn't as labor intensive as you think but very good basically they went out of the fryer and into our bellies is what happened <laughs> So there you go, our recipe for Somali Sambusa. Hope you give it a try and let us know if you do. And thank you so much for listening and liking and commenting and supporting us over these last seven seasons. It's just amazing. It's been an amazing time and uh, we do really enjoy doing this. We especially enjoy eating the food. That's the best part of a cooking show. It definitely is. You get to is. eat the food. Definitely is. But but we just genuinely, we genuinely appreciate you listening and uh, we appreciate your comments and and uh, we love meeting you. So many times we've met people that have listened and that's really cool too. So uh, thank you and we hope you enjoy this recipe. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. And in 2023, we're going to be releasing a recipe newsletter every week. So there will be the recipe from the podcast and then one from the archives. To sign up for our newsletter, go to MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you.